Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween, everyone. Um, we have something to address. What? Our our absence last week. Oh yeah, was everyone missing us? Yeah. I heard them say <laughs> yes, actually. You did? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, but for everyone wondering, Jesus was doing a little tippity tap on our heartstrings last week. And I got strep throat. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a whirlwind of an experience, I have to say. Because this is what's upsetting me. Yeah. Is that like, I've had friends that have had strep throat and it's like a minor thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, swe- I probably like sweat off five pounds. Yeah. Like I was up every night. I fainted in the middle of the night one time. <laughs> like, and yeah. people just like had a sore throat. And I had a sore throat. Anyways, I went to one urgent care. Yep. The first time I asked for a strep throat test, people gave me a strep throat test, never told me the results. Hmm. They didn't diagnose me with anything. I think they thought it was just allergies. They gave me a random antibiotic. (laughs) What do you mean random? Like, they just like gave it to me. I don't even know. Like, because it wasn't diagnosed for anything. Okay. So they just gave me like a general antibiotic to help, which it did not because then I had to go do another urgent care like two days later because, as I said, I fainted and I was like, this isn't working for me right now. Wait, I have a funny story about fainting. Yeah. When I was in high school, I had the flu and um, I was sick at home with the flu and mom was there and yeah. she had gotten us lunch. And so I got up to like get myself like a drink from the fridge. Yeah. On my trip back from the fridge to the table, I fainted and hit my head on the tile. And yeah. so mom somehow picked me up, which I, is like yeah. I'm like six inches taller than her. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how she did it. She picked me up and brought me into the car and like took me to the hospital. Yeah. And um, I was like hallucinating the entire time i was in the hospital they thought i was on drugs like they thought i was overdosing on drugs and then when like they found out i didn't have any drugs in my system they were like oh are you sure there's not anything else going on like do you want your mom to leave the room like they thought i was pregnant too yeah they first thought i was on drugs and now they thought i was pregnant and then they were like oh actually i guess you just have the flu I was like, yeah, I guess so the best, judgmental in there. Case scenario, yeah, but Ugh. that was kind of scary. My fainting. yeah, faint, yeah, fainting is like no joke. Oh god, like, yeah, it's not. it's such an experience. Cause like it was like I was outside of my. Luckily, I was in a room where there was a bathroom, and like where you would walk into the bathroom on the other side of the wall was a couch. I got up to go to the bathroom in the night and I like got to the bathroom doorway and I was like oh my god like my vision started to go away and started to get really and so then like I started walking back to the bed because I was like something's gonna happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I fainted on my way back to the bed but luckily I fainted onto the couch yeah and I've never felt sweat come on that fast yeah it was just like intense Mm -hmm. but yeah also when I was in high school 
I guess moms encountered us fainting both. <laughs> Wait, you fainted in high school? Yeah, I had pneumonia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, wasn't eating because it, like, I don't know, it was making me feel sick. And our mom was like, you need to eat. And I was like, I really don't want to. So I'm, like, in the kitchen and I ate a <laughs> single grape. Kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, I ate a single grape. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, that, like, did it for me. And so then... I like go to walk back up to my room and I just fainted in the hallway <laughs> after eating the grape. And I just remember like coming to and she was like, Charlie, why are you on the floor? And I was like, I didn't choose to be here. <laughs> uh, wild experiences. But despite that, mm-hmm. happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Um, let's yeah. walk through. Uh-huh. What is like in the pipeline mm-hmm. for us and what mm. we are being every night of yeah. Halloween. Uh-huh. So do you want me to go first? Uh I'll go first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Friday night. Mm-hmm. Not doing a group costume, which is always scary to me because I always prefer yeah. group the safety of a group costume. You're you're in it together. Yeah, you know? exactly. And we're also like not sure if this is like a dressing up situation. So kind of a. <laughs> That's actually my biggest fear right now because no, everyone uh, will be uh, dressed up in college. B- but I'm scared because a bunch of the places we go to, yeah. they like are advertising their like costume contest nights, which are like this week mm-hmm. and. I'm planning on going out with like a group costume on Saturday. Yeah. But no one's advertising for Saturday. So I'm like, but people still have to be dressed up. Yeah, definitely. Okay, anyway, sorry to interrupt. Let's continue. So um we're just going to like this club we like to go to Uh-oh. on Friday night. And uh-huh. so I'm being Cupid. Okay. I loved this idea that like Okay, yeah, would- this is my initial idea, which I thought was a great – if you guys are um, – all, if all of our listeners out there <laughs> are, like, looking for – Hi, Mom. <laughs> Mom, if you're looking for a group Halloween costume, here's my idea, which I've seen it done before, but I think it's a really cute idea. It's, like, yeah. um, different holidays, so you would do, like, Valentine's Day – um, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas, like But more specifically the like mythical figures of yeah. each day. So think like Santa Claus three or two, like everyone in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um I was gonna be a leprechaun. Yeah. Of course. And then I was like, uh no, I wanna be something like cuter. And yeah. so I was like, Oh, Ugh. I'll just be Cupid. So uh-huh. I got a little red outfit and little wings and then yeah. um, like a red headband with like hearts on it. And then I was going to get like a bow and arrow. And then I was uh-huh. like, it's probably not a good idea to bring to like a crowded place. I was worried well, it was going to get taken. If you have like, you should get one with like the suction cups on that. I know. That's what I was thinking. But they all look like pretty real. <laughs> or what about ones with like hearts on the end? Yeah. I don't know. It's too late. Oh, now. That'd be so fun. Just end up shooting people I with know. The- Oh my god. You wanna kiss a guy? You just like go up to him and stab him with your arrow. I don't know if that would happen. That's really funny. Um, so I'm being Cupid, Elizabeth's being a disco ball, and Maya's being Britney Spears. Which what a wild combination <laughs> that's up. It's like a music video. Yeah. So that's our Friday night. And then Saturday night, we're going to an all Boston bar crawl from 2 to 8 p.m. Oh, wait, 8 p.m. it ends? Yeah. 
And so it's like literally everywhere in Boston and we're being princesses. So I'm being Belle. Um, uh-huh. Maya's being Cinderella and Elizabeth is being Sleeping Beauty. Lovely. Yep. Um, so those are kind of my only plans right now, but I'm pretty excited about them. That's exciting. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm glad to hear it. You'll make a great Belle and a great Cupid. You think? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear what I'm being? Yeah, one second. Oh, okay. She's texting someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Okay, thank you. No, totally fine. <sighs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so, basically, I only planned for our group costume, which is, like, we're going as Greek gods. The classic. Like, I'm not, I'm not going as anyone specific, but, like, we're going to have... Like, I just have a white sheet and then, like, a gold, like, leaf crown. Yeah. And then, like, we have a bunch of twine and stuff to, like... Oh, God. To, like, tie it. A bunch? I have... We have, like, gold stuff. I don't really know. So that was a group costume. And I just have a white sheet. And Bridget and I were talking about this. And I thought, why don't I just take the white sheet yeah. and really get my use out of it because i just ordered one on amazon because i don't have just white sheets and also why would i want to use my actual sheets yeah so i've decided if i have to go out other nights which i probably will i'm gonna use the white sheet and go out as a ghost on the last night Mm-hmm. i'll just cut a big hole because the it. sheet will already be dirty grimy yeah. gross like uh-huh. a ghost yeah yeah night before because i think i'm probably gonna go friday night mm-hmm. or thursday night jesus wait are you going thursday friday saturday or friday saturday sunday i really don't know what the plan is right now so you but might also, potentially need a fourth costume for I, the sheet i also just like have a pirate eye patch that i could like make something work with you can you make know? a pirate puffy white shirt with it with the sheet yeah yeah there's so many possibilities with a white sheet guys yeah. it's like insane so Mom, what do you think would be a good idea? Why? We got to stop addressing mom, even (laughs) though she's the one that listens. (laughs) But um, so I'm basically just reusing a white sheet over and over again. Wait, something else I wanted to say is that everyone of our listeners should be looking forward to our episode after Thanksgiving because it will be in-person recording. Hopefully. What do you mean? Who knows? Yeah, no, I'm like rooting for it. But oh, yeah. Wait. Bridget and I will be linking up during the holidays. Yeah. Um do you want to tell everyone what we're doing? Uh, uh no, let's keep it. Let's keep it a surprise for when it happens. Okay. But we it's have really big exciting. Plans in it's the our works. first time for the both of us and we're so yeah. excited. It literally is going to be so uneventful when you people find out <laughs> what it is. It's like has no effect on this podcast <laughs> but whatsoever. you know when people like youtubers or something like we're working on this secret project <laughs> this is our, secret, this is our project. secret project that involves none of you <laughs> yeah um don't you think my Uh-oh. eyes look really white yeah i wish mine looked like that i've been mine using these new eye drops wait i've heard that's bad for you why that the whitening ones are bad it's just like bleaching your eyes oh i don't even care um, wait, can I discuss something? Thing. Mm. What? Yeah, I want to talk about it. What? It's, I already ranted your ear off about it last night. Oh, this again. 
I like. Sure, I'm just gonna like sign off for ten minutes while you no, go through this. No, 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 no. I want your opinion as I'm talking about it again because people need to know. But I had no opinion was... last night. Do you have an opinion now? No. But... Okay. Well, I've been sick, as you know, and I've been watching stuff, and yeah. I've been at a lull. So in my illness, I started watching Fixer Upper. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because mom used to watch it and stuff, and I would, like, watch it with her sometimes. Brought me back, you know? Yeah, sure. Started watching it. I then go down the biggest (sighs) rabbit hole of my life, okay? What the hell is in the water in Waco, Texas, that these people are, like, monopolizing the town? Like, nobody's, but, like, they own and do everything, I was talking to Bridget last night. I went on their Magnolia is basically everything, okay? These people, and I'm not on this. I think it's great. I'm just like, you can't do everything and be good at it, is what I'm saying, essentially. But somehow they're, like, good at it. I don't get it, okay? They... They flip houses. They flip houses, go on an HGTV show. After their show, they then decide, you know what? We're done with HGTV. Let's start our own network. They start their own network. You know what else they're doing in the midst of this, Bridget? They buy these giant damn silos in the middle of town, convert them to like a park or whatever. Yeah. With a store, a furniture store with their furniture in it, with their paint in it. They have furniture, paint. Then they start a coffee shop with their coffee right next to the furniture store. They have a wiffle ball park, random, in the middle of it. Interesting. They have a clothing store. They have more stores within the park that are all their stuff. These people, then, with their network, she starts a cooking show. So are they they from Waco? Um... I... (laughs) I think. How did, I would you, how did so. you not look that up? I don't know. It's just like Waco because everything. that is my – if they're from there, I think that's really great. Like no, I think they are. Let me Google right now. Actually. Because it's like they're giving back to their hometown. Like they're kind of like stimulating the economy there. No, that's what I was saying. They're like really revitalizing it in a sense. Like they are bringing the town back. They are not from Waco. <laughs> Where are they from? Well, Joanna moved there in middle school. Oh, okay. Okay. So I would say that's her hometown. Chip stayed in there after going to Baylor University. Okay. Yeah. Baylor is in Waco. But he's not from there. She basically is. Okay. But they've like put their roots down there before they started this. Yeah. It wasn't just like they like chose this random place. Yeah. But then as I was talking to you, the idea came in. Imagine being their children being the chip and joanna offspring the Gaines kids the Gaines kids you're telling me that you and your friends after school could go get coffee go shopping go play in a park and your parents own all of it it's crazy isn't that bonkers and also i was like do the locals in waco like do they hate the people like do they hate the Gaineses, or do they love them um, because, I think like, it depends on what kind of person you are. Of course. And they must be employing, like, thousands of people. Yeah. Like, no matter where in the world. It's just baffling to me. So, Chip and Joanna, great job. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, why but stop? Also, People seem to clearly love it, so. Yeah. And then I Googled their net worth because I was like, they have to be billionaires. And it said 50 million. Yeah. And even, and I thought that was low for them, which don't get me wrong. That's a lot of, to be worth. But to put that much work into right it. Now? You're just, the listeners. Doing like a one man show right now. <laughs> Do you not think that this is bonkers? No, I really don't. I don't spend any time thinking about these guys. Okay. Well, if anyone has any thoughts on the Fixer Upper family, let me know. I mean, I S- guess sign off in the comments below. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> it is interesting. <laughs> I know you have some thoughts. <laughs> Mom, our one listener. <laughs> we got to get our expert in here. Oh, somebody got proposed to um, at the Magnolia Silos. Oh my god, of course they did. Um, you know what's so annoying? Is every house they flip, I'm like, damn, I'd love to live there. Why is that annoying? Because they, like, do a good job every time. So I've been watching, I've been watching Love is Blind, season three. Oh my god, I didn't even watch season two. I know, I didn't either, and then I got back to it, into it. What's happening? Thoughts? <sighs> I don't think any of the couples are going to look with each other. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) I think they're all doomed. Yeah. I hope so. Um, Only ones I can kind of see making it is just because he's like so, such a pushover is Brennan and Alexa. But I think their backgrounds are too different. She's from a Jewish-Israeli household. He's from a Christian... (laughs) Um, like southern household. I don't know. Oh God! Well, but he said he was willing yeah. to convert to Judaism for. Uh, oh, um, really? Just dropping Jesus. And then <laughs> no two of the cu- about it. two of the couples, the women are older than the men by like six years. That happened in the first season. Do you remember that weird couple? Yeah. Um, the girl was a lot. I think her name was Megan or something. Like, she was so annoying. She had like that long blonde hair. Yeah. I mean, wait. Can you just look up the couples for Love Is Blind season three? Just the pictures of them and tell me what you think of each of them. Yeah. Couples for Love Is Blind season three. So immediately, what I'm gonna tell you. Nothing's gonna last in this picture. Wait. Can I see the pictures? Seeing. Okay. Um, Wait, these ones in the middle. This is just I, not, I don't know. Those are the hosts of the show, and this is season two. <laughs> so I Dang. take it back. I don't know if I can just find the couples. Yes, you can. Um, this oh, is don't look! Don't, together. I don't wanna, don't I look! Don't, don't look! I don't don't look! Oh my god! Close your this eyes. This show is the only thing keeping me together right now. Love is blind. Season three. Cat. Let's just see if we can. It's only showing me the women. Interesting. Which right off the bat, none of these are going to last. <laughs> Hate to say it. Like, what's happening here? No, Who's I do this not blonde? like her, Raven. What's her name? Raven. Raven? Yeah, of she's fine. Is. No, she's got something going on. Why do they all look old? I know. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just because this picture's blurry. 
but right, this one the, back here get to is the couples. <laughs> but this one back here is going through something. That's like a jump scare. This is a real audio, <laughs> not friendly thing. Um, any hinge updates? <sighs> I really haven't been as active on it as I would like to be. Yeah, with your ailments. With my ailment yesterday. <laughs> um, let me look through my messages, see if I have anything like funny to say. Somebody asked me what my favorite drink is to get. Like going uh-huh. out, and I said Irish car bomb, which is like obviously what? a joke. Yeah, he um, was like, "I love it," and he didn't even respond to me. <laughs> oh god! Um, I thought that was like funny to say because that's like a hilarious yeah. drink to say. I hate texting people that I don't know because, like, if I haven't met them in person, if that makes sense. Yeah, like when I was trying to find a roommate and stuff, this was all hap- like. It was so bad because I'm a very sarcastic person. And also, when I read texts, I like to, like, imagine it's in that person's voice, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, when you text me, like, I don't know. I can, like, sense how you would want it to be said. Yeah. You know? And I get that with a lot of people. But when you're texting someone for the first time, like, it can go so awry. Because You're telling I would text, me. I would text people sarcastically, yeah, and they would think I'm serious with like what I'm saying. Yeah, where I'm like, I don't know, just like, well, something else jokey too. Guy. Like, whenever I use emojis, like I'm always using yeah. them like in a funny way. Like I'm never like yeah. seriously using an emoji. And I Who feel like, is and I feel days? like, I feel like a lot of twenty three to twenty eight year old men are. Cause, oh, like, that's so depressing. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. I think they should just take emojis away from that group. They should. Yeah, it's just weird. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, since we're in the spooky season, mm-hmm. and this is our big holiday bash. This is our first holiday. Oh my god! Episode. Oh my god! It is. We kind of had 4th of July, but didn't really do anything because, like, America's not, like, my favorite holiday. So true. Mm, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Since this is our big Halloween bash, mm-hmm. I thought it would only be fitting if I have pulled up 11 real-life horror stories. Ooh. And I just thought we would read them, give our thoughts, how we would go about the situation. Okay. Because a lot of these things are, like, Immediately, if I'm living in a horror movie, at least what I like to think is that, like, I'm moving right away if something happens, you know? Yeah. Like, there's no questions asked. Um, so, I have these stories pulled up. Um, this one. The Axe Murderer House. Uh-oh. Typical. Um, so this one is, says... The Villisca Axe Murder House in Villisca, Iowa, is a well-known tourist attraction for ghost hunters and Ooh. horror lovers alike. The site of a gruesome, unsolved 1912 murder in which six children and two adults had their skulls completely crushed by the axe of an unknown perpetrator. What? Wait. The site? Oh, the home was purchased in 1994 where these people were killed in 1912. Um... 
They restored it to its 1912 condition and converted it to a tourist destination. That's a little messed up. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Why are you gonna... You're gonna make money off these people's tragedy? Yeah. But I mean, turn your sadness into art, even though it's not their sadness. But think about all, like, the murder docs out there. I know. True. Um, it costs 420 a night to stay at the old haunted home, where visitors always report strange paranormal experiences, such as visions of a man with an axe roaming the halls or the faint screams of children. Ooh. My thought, these people bought the home, restored it, and I think they're doing stuff. Like, they're probably playing, like, little children sounds, like, quietly, you know, in the middle of the night, so people think that they're hearing it. Yep, yep. And I think it's a scam right now. Um, that's kind of the gist of that one. That one wasn't even exciting. Um, this one's called A Deadly Exorcism. Oh my god, this one's recent. Okay. In August 2016, in North London, 26-year-old Kennedy Ife began acting strange and aggressive following a pain in his throat. Oh, it's a guy. He reportedly bit his father, threatened to cut off his own penis... And complained of a python or snake inside of him before his family <laughs> restrained him to a bed with cable ties and excessive force. I don't know why using the word complained <laughs> of a snake inside of him is so funny. Like, how? Like, get it out. Yeah. Uh, Just like, the snake inside me is HR. really bothering yeah. me. <laughs> Mom, the snake's back. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> it's uh. like... <laughs> <laughs> it says, Kennedy Ife had been found, had been bound to his bed for three days without medical attention when his brother called emergency services, explaining that Kennedy Ife. Why do they keep using his full name? <laughs> Kennedy Ife. Kennedy Ife. <laughs> was complaining of dehydration well no if he was chained <laughs> to a bed <laughs> the snake was drinking it all he is Ugh. such a complainer <laughs> um he appeared to have developed breathing issues and was pronounced dead at 10 17 a.m oh so to me maybe kennedy was just going through something and the parents immediately chained him to a bed yeah and then Kennedy got this Kennedy Ife got this snake inside of him and just couldn't let it go. Oh, wait, all seven of Kennedy Ives. Why do they keep using his full name? Kennedy Ives. All, se- <laughs> yeah. all seven of Kennedy's Kennedy Ives family members were accused of manslaughter, false imprisonment, and causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. A post-mortem examination revealed over 60 wounds, including a possible bite on Kennedy Ives' body. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he has a different last name and this is his whole first name? No, because then it goes in his father, Kenneth (laughs) Ife, along with four of his brothers who sustained injuries as well. What if it said all of his brothers, like (laughs) Thomas Ife, like Benjamin Ife? No, they're all K's. They're like the Kardashians. Yeah. Kennedy Ife. Ken Ife. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Ife. Kyle Ife. <laughs> Kyle Ife. After a four-day jury deliberation, all seven family members were cleared of the charges in March 14th of 2019. Wow. Good for the Ifes. Yeah. 
not good for the eyes, though. <laughs> such complainers. <laughs> yes, such like what a little complainer they are. Mm-hmm. Dead animals in the walls is what this one's called. Ugh. I already see where it's going. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder what it could be. (laughs) What if it's like totally not? Yeah. When the Brett Zeus, Brett Zeus family decided to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania in 2015, they discovered that it had already been (gasps) scores of dead animal carcasses. No. Yep. The expert attributed the rotting animals in their walls to powwow or Dutch magic a ritual originating in the culture of the Pennsylvania Dutch to treat ailments and gain physical and spiritual protection. <gasps> we should do this. Wait, what if did it, it say? It was for Dutch, like old Pennsylvania Dutch magic. They would put the dead animals in the walls. Ooh, we should do that. That's why I'm saying literally just cure us. Yeah. You know? From the get common a little, cold. Yeah, get a little squirrel, shove her in there. Ugh. Wait, are they alive when they're putting them in the walls or no? No, they're ca- they're carcasses. Oh. The Pennsylvania Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers to Pennsylvania in the 1670s and are often Lutheran, Mennonite, or Amish faiths. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Washington Post noted on the magic, many of the spells deal with the care of livestock, finding water, or the treatment of minor ailments. Oh, my God. Minor ailments, Bridge. Like the common cold. Like the common cold, reflecting the conditions and concerns of early American settlers. But powwow also has within it a tradition of darker spells and even of such things as conjuring demons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one notable ritual in their tradition is a hex to create loyalty in a dog, which is just domestication, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Or just like raising a dog and they're like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> just like having a pet dog yeah it sits and they're like yes <laughs> it works uh oh this one's Florida it says friends noticed that Danielle Harkins a 35 year old school teacher near St. Petersburg Florida started acting strangely in June of 2012 developing an interest in demonic rituals no I. why are people doing this this like we're more advanced than this yeah so like why are people going back to like witching and stuff like we're past that i don't know maybe they're just feeling like there's nothing going for them oh so soon after she was arrested for abuse of seven of her former students oh do you think she was Um, practicing on them uh, yeah her witchcraft yeah oh my god scary Mm mm-hmm the police were notified because a friend of one of the students who participated in the ritual raised ar- raised alarms. Wait. The students were participating in the rituals with her? Oh. Interesting. Wait, that's so sad. Imagine being like an outcast like kid in school and the teacher's like, come pray to Satan with me. Would you do it? And you, well, if I was alone, and then you feel found. You would do it? No. You just said if you were alone. <laughs> but imagine, like, you find your place with the devil. You know? Huh. It's really like a 2000s high school movie. Yeah. That's a good high school movie. That's something I would watch. Yeah. Um. However, none of the students themselves told their parents about the event. Because That's tough. 
How did none of the students tell? <laughs> none of them? Weren't there like six well, or seven of them? Well, imagine your parents asking, like, how was school? And you're just like, good. And then like you have to confess that you like also Oh yeah, like I did like a little bit of like a scene ritual with my <laughs> yeah. English teacher. Yeah. We just like put a hex on people. Yeah. <laughs> Domesticated people. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> More of that Dutch magic just made its way down south. Um, This one's called The Death of Alyssa Lam. Okay. Lam. I don't know. It's L-A-M. Okay. Alyssa Lam Lam was last seen on January 31st, 2013 in the lobby of the Cecil Hotel. Oh, I've heard about this. Oh, my God. I've watched this documentary. Yeah. In the lobby of the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. She was vacationing through the West Coast, documenting the trip on her blog and checking in with her parents every day. On January 31st, those calls stopped. Lamb had vanished. Soon the police were involved and her parents arrived to help with the search. Oh, this is actually really creepy. There's a video. Yeah. Um, they had nothing. That February, LAPD released elevator surveillance footage of Lamb before her disappearance. The footage shows Lamb behaving strangely in the elevator, appearing to talk with invisible people, peering around the corner of the door, crouching in the corner, and opening and closing the door. But what exactly is going on in this video has raised more questions than answers. Theories range from psychotic episodes to demonic possession to unknown silence just out of the camera's view. This is actually really creepy if you watch the video. Yeah, I again, I've seen the documentary. Yeah, it's her like peeking out like she seems scared, like something's happening to her. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't want to watch it because it like freaks me out because then I think... Yeah, this is where it gets gross. Around that time, hotel guests started reporting weird things happening with the Cecil Hotel water supply. On the morning of February 19th, a hotel employee climbed to the roof and used a ladder to investigate the hotel's water storage tanks. That's where authorities found the decomposing naked body of her, whose personal items were found nearby. After an autopsy, her death was labeled accidental. How is it accidental in, like, a sealed uh, water tank? That's what I'm saying. And, like... My theory, my reasonable theory, is I think she was maybe on drugs or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's why she was acting weird in the elevator. And then maybe she was on drugs and, like, was like, let's go to the water tower. Like, I want to go for a swim. And then she, like, (laughs) locked herself in or something. But people on drugs tell somebody that. That that theory. (laughs) But it is really creepy, the video, if you want to look at it. Yeah. Mom. But it's like, I don't know. That one I've always heard about. And it like skeeves me because like they were drinking the water of where her decomposing body was just like deteriorating. I think it's closed down the hotel now. Yeah. Well, it's also not in a good area of Los Angeles. It's on Skid Row. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this one's creepy. This one's called The Phone Stalker, which being stalked is my biggest fear. Because do you think that'll ever happen? Do you have, do I think that I would ever be stalked? Yeah, I don't think guys get stalked as much as girls. To be honest with you, true. You know, but could happen. You know, could happen but to anyone. I think it's narcissistic of myself. To what think. to be stalked? Yeah, like who's gonna want me to like? Oh come on, don't wanna, say like, that. You have good just as good a chance of getting stalked as anyone else. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I mean it. Okay. 
But this one says, in 2007, ABC News documented a series of cell phone calls to families with terrifyingly specific death threats. The unidentified callers knew exactly what families were doing and what they were wearing. The families say that calls come in at all hours of the night, threatening to kill their children, their pets, and grandparents. Voicemails arrive, playing recordings of their private conversations, including one with a detective talking about the calls. What? Um... The caller knows, the family said, what they're wearing and what they're doing. After months of investigating, police seem powerless to stop them. This went on with the Koikinal family for months. He reported a caller with a scratchy voice threatening to slit their throats. I would Ugh. move states. I would change my number. out just like sitting there right now. <laughs> I would move states, change yeah. my phone number. Yeah, you would not not yeah. see me. When the first Just give me your best your best shot. When the Fur Crest or yeah, Fur Crest Wash police, I guess those are the towns or something. Okay. Tried to find the culprit, the calls were tracked back to Oh, to the family's own phones. Oh, what? but even when they were turned off. What? Um, it got worse. The Quaken <laughs> dolls, <laughs> the Quaken dolls, and two other fire Furcrest families told ABC <laughs> News that they believe the callers are using their cell phones to spy on them. They say the hackers know their every move, where they are, what they're doing, and what they're wearing. The callers have recorded private conversations with families and police, including a meeting with a local detective. So, sounds to me, their phone got hacked, or like you know, like in early 2000s or like the 90s when you could log into someone's like voice yeah messages kind of mm-hmm. i think that's what was happening here interesting that's so very and then they scary. were probably like dialing back from the own number or something yeah really scary the next one on this list is the watcher which like is that show on netflix so i'm not yeah. even going to talk about it everyone knows what happens there mm-hmm. um okay this one's called <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce this name <laughs> oh my god just give it your best try. I'm just going to call it Asai. Okay. This one's called Asai the Cannibal. So, in 1974, 24-year-old Waco University. This is not this is not normal Waco. This is in Germany. Um actually this is in Japan. Uh, in 1974. Oh tw- Why are you reporting on these stories? <laughs> that's getting so much stuff wrong. Okay, in 1974, 24-year-old Waco University student Asai Sagawa allegedly followed a German woman to her home in Tokyo, Japan, broke into her apartment while she was sleeping, and attempted to cut a piece of her flesh off her body to consume. When she awoke, she reportedly fought him, and he was later captured by the police. According to a 2012 Vice documentary that covered Asai's bizarre story, he was mistakenly charged with attempted rape, and his wealthy father paid the victim a settlement outside of court to have the charges dropped. Wait, is this like what? a different charge? Interesting. Oh, they're saying that when he tried to eat her flesh, that it was a rape thing, and he was mis- like. Oh, he was like, I did not try to rape yeah. her. I was just trying yeah. to eat her. No, he said, I wasn't trying to eat her. I was trying to rape her. Oh, Interesting. And then the father paid for them to get off. Because mm-hmm. I think a rape charge is easier than a murder charge. Murder, like attempted murder. charge, yeah. Yeah. 
Seven years later, in 1981, he allegedly committed a murder in France, shooting and eating a fellow university student, Renee Hartfelt. Desai creepily documented the entire experience with photographs, and he was captured by authorities once again while attempting to dump the rest of her body in the Bois de Bong Lake. (laughs) Sorry about that pronunciation. (laughs) Uh, He was deported back to Japan and committed to a mental institution. Thank God. A mental institution? (laughs) A mental institution. For reason unknown, his psychologists in Japan declared that he was sane. Again, father's money, probably. Yeah, something's fishy. Furthermore, a legal technicality involving the French government refusing to turn over the documents from his case meant that his murder charges were dropped completely. And they found him dumping the body in the lake. Yikes. He checked himself out. He checked himself out of the mental hospital. Oh my and God. is reportedly... Oh, my God. And has reportedly been walking the streets as a free man ever <gasps> since. Ooh. Um, oh, my God. He's been a controversial celebrity writing over 20 books. Oh my According God. to Japan Today, he most recently fantasized about an unnamed t- TV actress. Ew. Saying, I'll catch a glimpse of her thigh and think that sure looks tasty. <laughs> he wrote that in one of his books. I guess. What a creep. How do Asai you write Sagawa, books? I don't know. Asai Sagawa, because <laughs> he had a lot of time when he wasn't eating people. But it says Asai Sagawa is also referenced in the Rolling Stone song, Too Much Blood, with the lyrics reading, and when he ate her, he took her bones to the boy de belong. <laughs> so it sounds like he listened to this song and thought, they want me to go do that. Yeah. Wow. Um, He's currently 73 years old and continues to live in... Kawaski City, Japan. To this day, no one knows why France did not allow Japan to give him a trial. Wow. That was creepy. That was really creepy. You're telling me there's just a cannibal out there to live in? There's probably more than one. Every time I hear about cannibals, like, nowadays, though, I'm like, how do you get away with it? Yeah. how? Because literally, if I heard, like, a sound of, like, like, have you seen that Dahmer series? Yeah. I saw the first episode and in it, like, the woman that lives next to him is, like, smelling some weird stuff. Yeah. She's hearing things. Right. I would, like, nowadays people would be recording, like, being like, I'm smelling something weird or, like, do you guys hear that? And, like, posting it on TikTok. Right. So, you'd get caught. Very true. Very true. But anyways, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> I think mine was just really good. Did you like mine? <laughs> okay, people are signing off. Let me look at our followers. <clears throat> Ooh, still a crisp 66. Haven't gained, Whoa, haven't lost. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Right in the happy spot, sweet spot. Uh-huh. I'm going to close and click. And it goes to close, 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 click, click, click. Ooh, I clicked myself. <laughs> One second. Um, it goes to Teddy Beacott. Yay. I doubt he listens. Same. It's someone that both Bridget and I went to high school with. Yep, right in the middle. What a guy. What a guy. Um, thanks for following, Teddy. Yeah. Um, 
Happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, enjoy your weekend and let us know what you're up to. Go trick-or-treating. To those of you with children, may they have the most joyous of days. Yeah. Mom. Mom, have a happy Halloween. (laughs) 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 And okay. Bye. Bye, Bridget. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Cue the music.